I still don't completely know. I just feel like you're in fashion. So like, what do you do? Oh my, okay, that's the question everyone asks. Um, I do a lot of things. So obviously a big entrepreneur. Um, I have a marketing and tech company. So I'll start off by saying I sold two tech companies. No, no one really knows about this. Yeah. Um, they were sub-based. Um, so I did that back in 2020. And then I got into just like the marketing side of things, yeah. more into tech. So I have my marketing and tech company. And then, so from that, it's like we do publishing work, content creation, social media, um, paid social ads, Google. We build out websites, we build out custom CRM systems. And we also, like if you already have a CRM system, we help optimize it and manage it for people. Um, so yeah, and then I also handle rich people's money. So yeah. I help put it in different investments for them. Awesome. So uh, another episode of Adversity Kings, special guest. Let's go. How do we say the name? Lauren. Lauren. Last name. Oh, Lauren Barrett. Okay. I was like, how do I do the last name? All right. So Lauren Barrett and it's the blonde entrepreneur on social media. I still don't completely know. I just feel like you're in fashion. So like, what do you do? Oh my. Okay. That's the question everyone asks. Um, I do a lot of things. So obviously a big entrepreneur. Um, I have a marketing and tech company. So I'll start off by saying I sold two tech companies. No, no one really knows about this. Yeah. Um, they were sub-based. Um, so I did that back in 2020. And then I got into just like the marketing side of things yeah. and more into tech. So I have my marketing and tech company. And then, so from that, it's like we do publishing work, content creation, social media, um, paid social ads, Google. We build out websites, we build out custom CRM systems, and we also, like if you already have a CRM system, we help optimize it and manage it for people. Um, so yeah, and then I also handle rich people's money. So yeah. I help put it in different investments for them. Um, like, so you're kind of looking at like VC funded unicorns or non-VC funded startups, and then also just common stocks and ETFs and all that stuff. Jeez. Yeah. So I'll basically just a serial entrepreneur you know what i mean yes. just your hands are yes. in everything where were you born and raised i was born and raised here i mean well elgin illinois and yeah. then i've lived in barrington downtown chicago i've been living in chicago or had been for the past eight years and then i just moved to miami so okay so you stay in miami then full time yeah i'm a miami girl now okay how's that been <laughs> um it's been good i mean it's definitely different from going from a concrete jungle to the actual jungle uh, it's definitely like a different pace for sure. Yeah. I mean, my whole goal was, you know, I've been hustling since I was 15, 16 years old and I kind of wanted a slower pace and just to kind of, you know, hide away with my two pups yeah. and just focus on really growing, um, this business of mine and, uh, just kind of honing in on that. And I felt like I need to, I needed to kind of get away from all the, the chaos in Chicago. So yeah. yeah Long story short, it's been great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. What was growing up like? Um, that's a really good question. Growing up was, it was tough. Um, you know, everyone has their challenges at some point in their life. And, you know, I definitely, my family grew up pretty wealthy at first when mm -hmm. I was little. And then we had lost it all at one point. Mm -hmm. And you know, there was a point where I was homeless and I would like share, uh, my bedroom would be, shared with my brother and the bedroom was like a, a closet size. Yeah. And so we used to sleep underneath the dining room table, um, very poor. And I think that that, you know, that led to where I am today and I don't regret 
you know, yeah. being put in that situation. Yeah. But yeah, growing up was difficult. You know, dealing with bullying, growing up, being poor, getting laughed at for being poor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to switch the script on that one. Mm-hmm. Who were you closest with growing up? My brother. Yeah. My brother is my ride or die. Yeah. Literally everything that I do is for him. No. So. And then, so where were mom and dad? My mom is in or in Orlando. Uh, my dad is here, actually in Lombard. Yeah. Yeah. But what? Wh- why weren't like you close to them growing up? So. <laughs> um. You know, when two parents get divorced, you know, you end up, especially when you're young, picking one side and the yeah. other, and then you grow up and you realize, okay, this, you know, you're kind of manipulated in certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like I was super close to my mom for a long time. And then not so close to my dad. And then yeah. it kind of reversed to what, where it's at now. Um, you know, I have one of them sh- that struggles with addiction and another one that just isn't in the best health-wise. Yeah. It hasn't been for a long time. Yeah. So I think that those two things played a big part as to why I'm not so close with them. Yeah. But also, you know, them being in the position that they're in. It makes me again work even harder just to still support them. Yeah. You know when I can, so I you know I have boundaries. Yeah. With one of them, and you know I still support from the back end when I can. Yeah. Financially, um, emotionally, and all that stuff. Yeah. That's deep. So, what did you go to college after? I did. Okay. So I, <laughs> I went to college for, I finished two years, and then I dropped. I dropped out dropped out at going into the second end of the second year um yeah i was i was struggling with like my own addictions with drinking and yeah doing drugs yeah. and um you know i was skipping class i wasn't taking finals and then i had a friend come to me and they were like lauren you cannot i'm so, like she's like someone has to tell you like you can't keep doing this yeah he was like you need to go back home yeah and back home i didn't really i didn't have a house to go home to yeah um and then, to continue answering your question, uh, and then I went back home, ended up living with someone, uh, back and forth with my mom and a friend. And I just started, I took like a, a half a year off just to work and figure out what I wanted to do. So yeah. then I went to DePaul University, which is downtown Chicago. Went there for a year. Um, again, couldn't handle it, and I dropped out again. So I never fully got a degree. <laughs> Yeah, which is crazy because everyone tells you, you know, you need a degree to be successful and to, you know, reach certain points in your life where you see like big, big entrepreneurs and stuff like that and business owners. So yeah, yeah, dropped out twice. Love that for me. I don't, I don't <laughs> even have a diploma, so you what? I don't even basically have a diploma. Are you serious? I mean, I have one. It's just not like I got expelled my sophomore year and I didn't go back to school. Oh, I enrolled into uh, online school and I paid my mom to get me a diploma. Oh, so wow. she finished my high school for me. I never knew that. That's yes, crazy. yes, so exactly. I was everybody. And this, this goes to show like you, I don't, I, I seriously don't believe in college. Yeah. I believe like YouTube and the internet, that's your that's your college right there. Yeah. I mean, I was able to build a seven figure company off of just fucking YouTube. Yeah. Sorry, I just swore. No, you're Am good. I'll just swear? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're good. Fuck yes. Yes, <laughs> so college, you go, you dabble back and forth between in, out, and then when do you start to really start to dive into the diversity of just income and streams of income that you've been able to generate over these years? Well, okay, so I started getting into making money through the internet 
when, like three years ago, so when I was still living with my my mom and my brother, you know, yeah. I was literally sleeping underneath the dining room table. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have nothing better to do besides be on my phone and figure out, you know, I was trying to figure out how I can get into school. Yeah. How can I afford it? I went to school, uh, all colleges, um, full ride free, just because yeah. of this essay that I wrote, just about everything that I've been through. Yeah, yeah. Um, to circle back to your question now, what was your question again? So <laughs> you started, to, you, I mean, the, the amount of things that you're involved in to uh, generate money, like when, what was the first thing and what like that started your entrepreneurship? Okay, yeah, so I found kind of a mentor on YouTube. Uh, his name is Iman Gazi, I think yeah. that's how you say his last name. Yeah, yeah. What I'm about. yeah. Um, he, he started putting these YouTube videos out and no one really knew of him and he yeah. was really the first one to really showcase and highlight making money through the internet. Yeah. And so I just followed along his journey, you know, during that time and I'd be watching videos of his, you know, in the situation that I was in. And then, you know, I finally just pulled the trigger and was like, I'm just going to try and do what he was doing. So I followed his kind of like e-commerce stuff, his social media marketing agency. And it actually, it, it works. Yeah. Clearly. So I yeah, kind of yeah. built my business off of his advisory through YouTube. Yeah. Um, and then just through that, I learned, I always knew that your network is your net worth. And like the whole reason why I was going to college, I wanted to become an attorney and hopefully, you know, I actually do plan to go back and become a lawyer. But anyways, um, I just started building this network while I was going through what I was going through. So I was working downtown at some point. I was a paralegal and that's just when I knew I started being around these wealthy, intelligent people. Right. So I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that people in my circle are lawyers, real estate agents, um, business owners. And I just started forming this circle um, when I moved back home. And that's also kind of like when things started to take off. And I knew, OK, the best way for me to build a successful business and for anyone else, truly, is to form a strong network. Yeah. And it's kind of like if you're not able to pick up the phone and you can call someone to send you million dollars or whatever for any reason then you know i feel like you're you're not fully there yet to be able to have a network that powerful yeah that's kind of how you know like okay i have the right people around me because you know your circle of friends and your clients and your business partners that really showcases who you are and who you attract right so yeah and so things start to take off around when and around what things start to take off 20, I don't know if I have the dates right, 2021, so about two and a half, two years ago, three years ago, yeah, yeah, I made my first 20k month, and I felt like I was, yeah, so rich, you yeah, know, I was, you know, was that just through e-commerce, that was from e-commerce and doing some marketing stuff, like contract work, yeah, and I realized, wow, I can really optimize this, and I then took advantage of um, hiring people overseas. Yeah. So I hired about 10, 10 um, team members from India, uh, Brazil, all of Nigeria. Yeah. And they only costed like $3 to $6 an hour to yeah. you know, do whatever I, I wanted them to do. So I had all of them cold email pitching to different niches of business owners, so medical spas. Dentists, surgeons, um, 
you know, entrepreneurs that potentially would want to get featured in different outlets. And yeah. And that just, so I had a certain schedule for them. So I had one guy doing like 9 a.m. to 12, uh, 12 o'clock. And then I had another person doing from 1230 till 3 p.m. and then vice versa. Mm -hmm. And then that, I mean, you can only imagine how many <laughs> cold emails yeah. are going out. And I've and I've built this business off of just cold cold email pitching. I have yeah. never once cold called. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. And I, I took advantage. I, I think that when COVID hit, you know, that's where I really was able to grow my business. And you know, I feel like people during that time and even now, people like don't really like talking to each other, especially yeah. with more internet, you know, software tools becoming available. Um so I, I think that the cold email was a really good strategy for me and really anyone else I would recommend doing it. And yeah, so that kind of also helped it take off. And then I just started taking advantage of my network and I started just branding myself the, the way I saw my future self, right? Like yeah. I couldn't even, at one point, like I bought, you know, this like bougie um, suit and bl this suit and I was like, I couldn't even afford this. I returned it the next day. Yeah. And it was just about branding yourself and like posting a picture on Instagram, you know, with, again, it's like you need to build your own personal, to me, I think building my own personal brand really helped it mm -hmm. and really, you know, stepping outside the box and boundaries and comfort zone of just showing more of your expertise. And again, that's what I started doing during this time frame. And I mean, people just, I would get DMs saying, Hey, I'd love to work with you. And I still get this all the time. You know, how much is a consultation fee, like all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that all those tools really helped it all take off. Yeah. I think that answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. So I completely agree with the networking. You know what I mean? Seeing you at the uh, the Jake Paul fight and just, yeah, you know what I mean? Funny. It was so crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? Didn't even plan that. And uh, just seeing your involvement there as well, just putting things into perspective when it comes to uh, media money, I always call it. You yeah. know what I mean? I always pitch to these individuals involved here with the insurance, like, bro, make sure you're building up a personal identity, your mm -hmm. social exactly. social media capital. I think uh, my boy Landon calls it. He's in the VC circle. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think it's massive and it's major when you start to invest into the media, your time, your resources, and then that network capitalizing on that. So, you know, I don't know if I want to dive further into the network or more into the story, but I guess let's kind of go... Let's kind of go, like, what's the last 12 months been looking like? Last 12, 12 oh months. What's been gosh. your favorite project, favorite um, things, favorite people? Honestly, the past 12 months, there's been so much going on. Um, I think it's been more of all these events that I've been going to. You know, I've formed partnership with three people who have really high connections within the influencer and celebrity A-list world. Yeah. And they've just put me on the projects. Um, that include people like the Pauls, yeah. the Spites. Yeah, I'm like attending that. a lot of more sports related events. So yeah. I've also been studying for, so I'm starting to become an MBA agent in January. Yeah, yeah. So this is in January. Yeah. Um, in order to, it's funny, in order to pass the test, you have to have a four year degree or you have to show negotiations that you've done. Yeah. So obviously the negotiations have been a Yes. Maybe like here you go and pray that they accept it. But yeah. uh, I think it's a 70, 70 question test and you take it online and, you know, if everything goes through on the negotiation documents and I mean, I'm, I'm studying right now, so I think that I'll be good come January. Yeah. But 
yeah, no, I've been focusing more on the sports world and doing more PR for people. So I've worked with a couple fashion designers who are pretty well known. Um, like never in fashion. He's actually my friend, Michael. He uh, sells custom like streetwear type yeah. clothes, and he works with a lot of athletes and actors, which is pretty cool. But um, I mean, yeah, that's what the past twelve months has looked like. I'm working on growing my business. It's going good so far. I'm doing the whole, you know, I have a team overseas yeah. doing these whole cold email pitches. So, yeah, I mean, it's been events, PR work, um, and just traveling a crap ton. Yeah. Not working. That's yeah. Been, that's been going on for the past 12 months. What's, what's the next 12 going to look like? The next 12, next 12 months. Um, the next 12 months, I definitely want to triple business by by January um, I mean keep doing what I'm doing and you know be working with more athletes um, yeah just tripling my business and working yeah with more athletes out there is there any places you're trying to travel to in particular um, I really want to go to Bali obviously everyone's like oh, yeah Bali. but I think that that would be pretty cool I mean again like I live in I live in Florida, so I kind of have everything that I need yeah. right now. I have the beach, the ocean, so um, good weather. Yeah, I mean, right right now I'm just trying to hunker down and just yeah. triple business. Is the uh, Miami night scene fun? Oh god, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little too much fun sometimes. Yeah. No, I it's fun. You got to be careful though when you're out in Miami because you can get wrapped up in the things real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think I uh, I think I went to eleven. Eleven, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna go to eleven. It's a very popular spot. Yeah, I've yeah. actually never been there. I don't think. I've never been there. Yeah, we paid. We paid an arm and a leg to get in. Post Malone was performing. It was, uh, I think, for my boy's twenty-second birthday. Either his twenty-second or twenty-first. Okay. So it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had a good time. So. What about the next five years? You know what I mean? Like, where do you plan on living? Like, still in Miami? You got dream cars, dream houses, dream. Yeah. Dream trips. What's the next five um, look like? The next five years, I definitely want to end up selling my business and just focus on being an NBA agent, which it's going to happen. Yeah. And so that's being an NBA agent, focusing more on that, selling the business, and then you know hopefully being able to travel yeah. a lot more. You know, I'd love to go to Europe, go to Scotland. My family's from Scotland. Mm. So parents actually got married there so i would love to go there and like visit her yeah they all went for like their honeymoon and getting married which was beautiful um yeah i mean honestly i mean in five years it's gonna be focused on the nba world yeah sure. now wh why do you want to get rid of the business and just focus on the nba world um well if i'm able to sell it for my goal is to sell the company for at least five million to ten million dollars yeah think I'll I think I'll be good and I, w I can just focus on one thing yeah I, I, at some point you know again we're going to back to where hustling since 15 16 having to survive yeah I think it would be nice to just be able to just focus on one thing yeah and transition into something new full-time yeah, yeah would be um would be fun and interesting so yeah. yeah what's the like earning potential like of an NBA agent is it just contracts with uh the agents that you represent I, yeah I mean I think one of the top Top NBA agents right now are making, don't quote me on this, around like four million, 
four million a year plus. Yeah. So. Rich yeah. Who's Rich Paul? Yeah, Rich I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, dog. We have to imagine he's making money on all his brand deals, everything. Yeah. They represented me for a little. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. That would be great. I want to be Rich Paul. Yeah. That's the goal, ladies and gentlemen. Mark my words. Rich Lauren. Yeah. Rich Lauren. Let's go. I like that. Let's go. So, still in Miami five years from now? Yeah. yeah. Do you have thoughts on Logan Paul and Dylan Danis? I do. Um, you know, I think that. <laughs> I think the situation's obviously funny, and it's all for views. Yeah. And, I mean, I think I think Dylan went a little too far with the posting of some of his past like that. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, this guy also has a past, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can only imagine how many girls that he's getting with. Or even that... Wake up. That shit scares the shit out of me every time. Um, like, Logan Paul's past. Oh my God, people are giving his... Beyonce a hard time. I can't even imagine the amount of girls that Logan Paul has been with. I think he said yeah. he has three bodies. What? No, I'm, like, no, I'm like, that is so <laughs> not true. Fake news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's that shit's been insane. Following that, I was like, and I guess the I guess the fight sold out instantly. I asked oh, you, really? I was like, I thought it was gonna be in America. If it was America, it was easy. But then yeah, I looked no, up. My brother I was like, told me I was like, Brittany, do you wanna go to the fight? My yeah. brother. And he was like, Well, it's in it's across the world yeah and I was i'm like, like oh fuck never mind yeah that's just a 10-man trip easy yeah, yeah, so exactly. i was like oh but i have heard that conor mcgregor might be fighting yeah, in vegas december 16th so, bad. so that's probably the next one i'll do yes yeah, is a mcgregor well, yes too. yes so uh have you been to vegas definitely I been to vegas been a lot vegas. yeah i have i actually have two clients out in vegas so yeah i'm out there a handful yeah let's go what else is going on crazy? Did you watch any of the political, you know, debates or anything? I watched the debate, yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but one of the the interview, the reporter interviewers, whatever, had asked, like, who would basically back Trump. Yeah. And it was so funny seeing all their hands go up besides, like, one guy. Like a wave. Yeah. yeah. I was like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Trump. Yeah. No, I think anybody that's uh, a fan of capitalism and, like, making yeah. money is a, is a fan of yeah. someone that's really good at making money. So Exactly. And our country needs it. Yeah. I, I definitely, the, the patriotism is something that, that I admire in the uh, Eastern, you know, culture in general, mm -hmm. where I kind of look at you know, what we're dealing with with Western society right now where it's kind of in shambles and broken and just there's no stability or any unity either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we need to have, like, opposing forces, but just kind of come together. And at the end of the day, you got to love America. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I the agree. the amount of people I've seen at uh, some of these events where they're just tarnishing the flag and destroying it, it's like, dude, you're, you it's look so dumb. You know what I mean? It's like taking a shit in your house. You know, It's like, who would that's, that's who throw shit around in their house? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I hate my house. Yeah. <laughs> throw awesome shit, shit around. Like, <laughs> Go get a new house. You know what I mean? If it's so bad here, <laughs> go try another country. Yeah. And you I send agree. us a postcard. Let us know how it fucking goes. You know what I mean? Go stay in Russia. You know I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, it's, I can't even imagine what our allies and non-allies are thinking just watching all of this. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing to have a president that can't even fucking speak or walk. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we, I feel how, bad, how too. How did we get that far? 
Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Stupidity is no. embarrassing. It's the lizards. <laughs> They're in charge. Yes. The UFOs. <laughs> Somebody's up there. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, you have a favorite movie? Two by the dozen. Two by the dozen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That. It? Yeah. With the family, the yeah. big family. Yeah. 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 Those are those are good. What's your what, favorite movie? I got seventy four on the list right now, but number one like rotates between like King Arthur, Legend of the Sword with uh, I think it's Charlie Hunnan or something like that from Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, which is a dope show, and then Scarface, Troy. I like a lot of like war, like classical, like Greek mythology, different things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> shit all over the place, and then Marvel, so that's the that's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's like, group. yeah, that's like my mom's favorite. That's our thing. That's you know a really I mean? funny movie. Yeah, yeah, it's all that Chris Pratt guy. He's dope. Um, yeah, I love movies, so I always ask everybody, what's your, what's your favorite movie? Are you music involved in the music scene at all? Do you have a favorite artist? Do you right now, I'm obsessed with little Uzi's. Album. Yeah, we've been Classic yeah, the office has been having me play that. Yeah, he fucking killed that album. It was so good. I yeah. was driving on the way here and I was fucking blasting it. Yeah. Like the windows down. Was, you know when like you can hear a car like bumping and yeah. you're like what Yeah, the yeah. Fuck? yeah. Yeah. That was me. Let's go. Yeah. So Lil Uzi, what about do you have a favorite restaurant in Chicago and Miami yet? Mm, in Miami not yet, but here in Chicago, I mean it's so basic, but Lyra. Have you ever been to Lyra? I feel like I have been to Lyra. Is it a French place? It's a Greek restaurant. Greek? Yeah. Is it the one right over there? Oh, the, oh, the one that we... Yeah, like, we, yeah. yeah. We went to the opening yes. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yes. one, but it's, they have one downtown, and it's... um, I think it's a great time. The food is spectacular. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, and also normal. Pasta Veneta. I think that's how you say it. They're, they have this truffle pasta. And you just... You know when something just melts in your mouth? Yeah. And you're just like, you never will forget that. Yeah. The place in your meat. Yeah. That is pasta bananas truffle pasta. That's fire. It's truffle shell. It's so fucking good. Are you a dessert person? Oh, I biggest yeah. issue is it's bad. Yeah. I'm horrible <laughs> with it. I'm horrible with I'm a it. big ice queen girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chicago's rainbow cone. It's like a like notorious for Chicago. It's a pink building. And there's like multiple ones it's franchised. There's there's one around here, but it's fire. What's it called? Chicago. It's called Rainbow Cone, but it's like oh, notorious for Chicago. It's like an iconic Chicago piece. Apparently, I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I could be lying. You know, I could just be wrong. Making that yeah. Up. And I'm over here like, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah, this is, you have no idea. I'm fucking making this up. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, is there anything else, anything going on in life or anything popping up you want to shout out to the audience or anything like that? No. I mean, actually, I did want to bring up, I saw your, I saw one of your videos that you had put out. Yeah. You were talking about. Something you were talking about something that had to relate with God, and it made me want to mention and talk about just like God asking God to use you when you're in tough times. Yeah. And there's in the Bible, I think it's again, don't quote me on this, but I think it's Esther where he takes it's either her or someone else, I can't remember the name of who he takes, but um, essentially, this woman she asked to be used you know, into, like, she was living in poverty with her yeah. town and family. Um, I think that there was war that was going to be going on in her town. And then she goes and um, God 
replaces her with this this man. So he takes her out of this town and he places her in this other city, whatever. And she, you know, because she had been asking, you know, get mm-hmm. me out of the situation. Like, yeah. again, use me, which is an interesting way to put it. Um, and she ends up getting what she wanted. Yeah. And, you know, she also had this, like, a domino effect. She knew that she wanted to help people, too. So it's kind of like, so she ended up saving. So when she went to this town and married this, like, empress or emperor or whatever, um, his, his town was about to go into war with another yeah. um, town or whatever, and it was going to cause mess. Um, it was just going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. And when she married him, she changed his ways and his outlook on things. And she ended up saving the whole three towns because she was, you know, she obviously married into money and she was able to help her family, yeah. her town, and then two other towns. So I thought it w- I wanted to mention and talk to you about this, what you think about it, because, um, you know, over the past two months, I've been dealing with my dad being really sick and having to take care of him and setting some stuff up for him not getting better yeah and it's just been i feel like i've just had rocks non-stop thrown at me and um you know over the past month i started practicing telling god like please use me i probably like and but making sure that you have a purpose behind being yeah. used and making sure that the domino effect that wherever you get placed that it's you know a positive and, and good one and yeah. you're helping other people yeah so i was thinking about this on the way here and i want to mention it Get you, what you think about that? Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I would tell everybody like I'm definitely not always the best representative of of Christianity. I, I never want to associate myself with a religion more so. I I would say I'm spiritual because yeah. a lot of people be like, oh, you post proverbs a lot and worship yeah. and you watch church and it's like, yeah, yeah but I swear yeah. and I smoke, you know, Same. cigars yeah. and uh, yeah. well, but with that, I think in regard to like God using you, I'm a hundred percent, you know, in in support of God using anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm whether they're subconsciously being used or they're consciously being used. And it's like, I know God put me here for a reason. Or you're reflecting and be like, oh, that's why God had me there. And so I think, you know what I mean? Um, I think God God uses things mysterious to us that are common to him, obviously, because, you know, if you're an all-knowing being, then then you know the the past, present, the future, and the, the end and the beginning. And so I think for us, it's only mysterious because, you know, we look at it from an egotistical perspective of what's my fulfillment from this. And if yeah, we're not exactly. fulfilled on a on a carnal level, on a human based level, then we don't label it as God. Right. And so sometimes I think when there's not fulfillment carnally, but we can kind of step back and expand our perspective right. to an internal, like a spiritual place of like, but but did I get better? Did situation get right. better in gen- in general? You know what I mean? It may not always be reflected monetarily or in physical health. You know, I think especially because spiritually even talking in regard to your father i think you know a lot of uh i think there's a there's a scripture in the bible that says to die is gain and to live is christ and to simply dissect that it's like regardless i'm cool i got a relationship with you here god and i'm gonna have a relationship with you in heaven so it's like i I win either way but i think you know the the usage of god is is vital you know what i mean you've got to be you got to be a vessel and i think you're you're a vessel in life in general just you depend on you you decide you know what you want to push through right. your your life and your Definitely. your influence whatever that might be to the extent that you have fire absolute fire 
Fire episode, another episode of AK with Lauren Barrett, the blonde entrepreneur on all social media as well. So look out for her. She's at the celebrity events. I ran into her at the Jake Paul fight. I was like, oh, my God, you didn't tell me you were best friends with him. You know I, mean? I was like, yeah, I need these connections. Not Lauren. yet. I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? Get me in the ring. So I'm going to start being an insurance boxer, too. Any of you insurance guys out there? Just kidding. That's a good idea. JK, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just kidding, but I'm just a, kidding. You get a ring to fit in this office. Right? Sure. Yeah. Start selling those out. Let's go. All right, guys. Like, subscribe, unlike, unsubscribe. I really don't care. We're going to make many more podcasts. So do whatever you want to do.